Welcome to another episode of YouthCast. Today, we're sharing a throwback message from 2011 from Brother Michael Watson, who currently attends the Pine Top Lakeside, Arizona branch. And I'm excited about this message because it's so back to basics, which I think is perfect for New Year's. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. As I was um, reading this past week, as I said, I was thinking about what I was going to speak on, and I was reading in John, and the Lord directed me to, I just opened up the scriptures, and the Lord kind of gave me some, some thoughts about the scripture, and I think it's um, some thoughts for this new year. And uh, as we approach this new year, how we should approach it. And sometimes, you know, the scripture is amazing in that um, all these, I don't know how many pages are in these books, but um, the concepts are simple, yet so profound. There's so much in it. And we tend to complicate things a lot of times. And I think Lord Jesus Christ a lot of times calls us back. He says, let's, let's go back to the basics. And over and over, the scripture repeats itself. The things that we learn in scripture, that he repeats itself. And, and Christ told things so many different ways in that, so that we would relate and understand. And uh, so as, I want to turn to chap, uh, chapter 4 of uh, John, the Gospel of John. We're going to read a familiar story to most of you, um, the woman at the well. And uh, I'm going to go through the first part a little bit quickly because I want to get to the part where uh, she leaves Jesus. So uh, at the beginning of the, of the chapter, um, the disciples, they, they were traveling from the southern part of Israel to the northern part. They were going from uh, Judea, I think it was, up into uh, Galilee. And they had to go through Samaria. And as they were going through, uh, Jesus stopped, and he sat down a bit, and the disciples went on. It says, um, they came to the city of Samaria, which is called, uh, I think it's Sychar, or Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. And Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied uh, with his journey, sat on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, give me to drink. So it was just him and her. Like I said, the disciples had gone on to the city. Uh, and that's what it says in the next verse. The disciples were gone unto the city to buy meat. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If you knew the gift of God, and who is that saith to thee, Give me to drink? You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From where, from whence then hast thou that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whoever drinks of this water shall thirst again. Whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst again. But the water that I give him shall be in him a well of water, springing up into everlasting life. The woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water, that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. And then he goes in and says, you know, Call your husband and come hither. But um, you know, he's telling her to come or to drink of this living water. This, this water that she'll never thirst again. And 
I, I believe, you know, this, this morning in the Sunday school, I was, I was thinking about the parallels between what we were hearing from Brother Chad's Sunday school lesson and about how don't, neither be, or neither, don't be lukewarm, either be hot or cold. And Jonathan made a comment about, um, you know, we tend to go to lukewarm. That's, or at least water does. It tends to go to the temperature of what's surrounding it, right? If you put it on the counter in, a, in the room, it's going to tend to go to the temperature of, of the room. And how we're much the same. You know, we tend to go to the temperature of what surrounds us. And we tend to be drawn to the world because that's the world that we live in. And I thought about, so how do we stay warm? How do we stay hot? And the Lord uses all these analogies, like I said, to help us understand. You know, if we have a, if, if the Lord is our fire, if he's in us and he's our fire within us, we're going to be hot. But if, if, if we don't have the Lord in us, then we're going to grow cold. Or lukewarm. Same thing here. Jesus is saying, you need that living water. How do you get that living water? If you have me within you, I will be a spring within you. And everything, you'll never thirst because I'm in you. And so she's, she doesn't understand it quite yet. And um, so, so Jesus says, go call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. So Jesus already knew this, but he was leading her down a path. Jesus said to her, you have well said, I have no husband. For you've had five husbands, and whom you have now is not your husband. In that you said truly. The woman said unto him, sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain. And she kind of, it's interesting, you know, she said, I, you know, I, th- I perceive that you're a prophet. And then she changes the subject. Like, let's not talk about my past. Let's not talk about me. Um, let's go on to this, um, this issue of where we should worship. She says, Our fathers worshiped in this mountain, and you, say, and, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. And Jesus wants to bring it back to her. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor at Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship you know not what. You know what we, we know what we worship as Jews, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And he was trying to help her understand that it's not about where you're at. It's not about the, the place that you live in. It's not about your surroundings. It's about what's in your heart, that you would worship from the spirit of your heart and that you would do it from a sincere heart in, in, in truth. The woman, said, I know, the woman said unto him, I know that the Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he has come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak with unto thee am he. And just those words that she, he said, because you can see she's not sure. Throughout this conversation, she, she doesn't know who this person is. But as you'll find out, and I apologize for reading so much, but I want to get to this next part. She's just beginning to understand who this person is that she's speaking with. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, what seekest thou or why talkest with her? And the woman left, then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to men, come see a man which told me all things I ever did. Is not this the Christ? Just from that, those, one, those words that he said to her, Jesus said to her, I that speak unto thee am he. That convinced her. Apparently, that's, that convinced her. That was enough for her. 
And, and I, I just, as I was sitting here thinking about the symbolism of, it says, she left her water pot. She left her water pot. She knew that she didn't need the water pot anymore. She was going to have the Savior within her. She was going to have the well within her. She wasn't going to just take a cup of water or take a pot of water back to the city for her family or for this, the needs of, her, of whoever she was with. She wasn't going to take a water pot. She was going to... And I thought, how powerful. Because Christ, we have to have him within us if we're going to share him. And that's what hit me. As she went back to the city, she didn't just keep it to herself and go into her home. She went and she spoke to the people of the city. And you, you would think, a woman of, of, of this um, reputation, somebody who's had five husbands, what must it be like for her going back into that city? What must it be like for her as, as a person? I mean, it, what's her reputation? Are people even going to listen to her? And I was thinking about that as I was reading through this because it says, um, it, it, I'm going to j- jump o- over to the, verse 39 because it says that, um, and many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified. He told me all that I ever did. So she just said, he said these things to me. He knew things about me that nobody could have known or that he certainly couldn't have known. There's something special about this person. I believe that he's Jesus Christ. And people believed her. It says right there, the Samaritans of the city believed on him for the saying of the woman. They didn't say, oh, you don't know anything. You've had five husbands. What could you know? You're a sinful woman. She could have said within my, in herself, I can't go and, and approach the people. They're not going to listen to me. What, why would they listen to me? I'm, I'm a sinful woman. I, I, what do I have to offer? Sometimes we, we do that within ourselves. We make excuses. We say we're not worthy. When we forget that it's not about us. It's not say, look at me, look at what I'm doing, look at um, the type of person that I, I am. It's look at Jesus Christ. This woman understood this. She said, don't look at me. Don't look at my sins. Don't look at the mistakes that I make. Don't look at my failures. Look at Jesus Christ. I want you to come and meet this person because he's changed my life. And that's the message that Jesus Christ was giving to her as well. And it says, and so some of them believed, right? Some of them believed her words and came. Some of them were just curious. It says, so when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with them. And he abode there two days. And many more believed because of his own word. And said unto the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Some of them didn't believe at first. They had to go and see it for themselves. They didn't just believe her word. But, at, but they were curious. They said, what, what is it that's changed about this woman? Something's different. They, I mean, they didn't even have a lot of time. This all happened within the course of a day or two. And they had been all in the same day. They saw something different right away about this woman. Enough to make them want to say, let's go out there and see. Who is this person? Some of them believed right on the spot. But they, they saw something. So what are people going to see in us? What are they going to see from us that would make them want to come and see? I just, I felt that sometimes we are so 
And I guess, you know, all of us speak from our own perspective. Some of, sometimes I'm so afraid to say anything about the Lord because I'm afraid of the reaction I'm going to get. When he's the greatest treasure that we have to give. And we can certainly show him with our love. We can lead people towards Christ with our love. And that's such a drawing force when we show love. That's such a drawing force to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the words that we say. And I just, I thought, if this woman can have this kind of boldness, just to, to speak about the Lord and to show that she cares about the souls of other people, she cared more about other people than she did about herself and maybe the ridicule that she was going to receive. How about me? But we can't do it. And this is the kicker. And this is the thing that I want us to think about for the new year. We can't do it without the well springing up within us. That's it. We, we won't know what to say. We won't know the timing. It'll come off as contrived. It'll be offensive, perhaps. We can't do it on our own without the well within us. It'll just be us out there. And that's a scary thing to do. That's scary for me to be out there on my own trying to do it on my own. That's not the way that God intended us. He wanted us to have the well within us that would be springing up and everlasting waters that would be overflowing from our life, that would spill into the cups of those around us, that would draw them in to the well of living waters. That's what he wants for us. Just like the Sunday school lesson, he wants to consume us with his fire. He wants our bodies to be living sacrifices, that we will be hot, not because we're extreme, not because we're, we're crazy and loony, but because there's an all-consuming fire within our soul that's burning us up. Because, and it's going to exhibit, not through extremism, it's going to exhibit through the love of Jesus Christ that's going to spill out and touch the lives of those around us. And that's what I believe they saw in this woman. Enough to come out and see for themselves who this Jesus Christ was and believe because they met him. How are they going to meet him now? They can't go out to outside the city and just speak to him face to face. But they can meet him through us. They can meet him by coming into the doors of the church they can meet him if we are, are alive with Jesus Christ, if we have that well within us. So what are we going to do in this new year to have that well springing up within us? How are we going to make changes? You know, I talked about the fundamentals. I'm not going to speak for much longer. But in this new year, I talked about the fundamentals and how so many times the scriptures go back to the same things. They go back to the same lessons. And I think that's probably because we make the same mistakes. And so people in Scripture need to learn the same lessons over and over again. And the Lord knew that we would also need to learn those lessons over and over again. So thank God for the Scriptures. Um, but how are we going to make uh, a difference in this new year? If we know that the source of making a difference, if we know that the source of being a blessing and touching other people in our life is Jesus Christ, then wouldn't it make sense that we need more of him in our lives? So what are we going to do in this new year? What commitment are you going to make to know Jesus Christ? Greater and more. Because that's the key, right? That's the key to all of our questions. You know, the, the, uh, these brothers who I love so much, we talk so much about how... Are we going to grow the church? How are we going to grow ourselves spiritually? How are we going to see the church move forward in Mesa? Because we have such a wonderful group, so much talent, so many individuals here that the Lord can use. How are we going to grow? 
And we think about that so much. The number one key is getting closer to God, is knowing him more, studying the word of God. You know, I always think about this, and I've said it many times before, of this commercial that used to be on the radio that always cracked me up because... um, they, it was this. It was called Five Too Funny. It was one eight hundred Five Too Funny, and they, they tried to you know make you think about things in a funny way, uh, scriptural truth. And it was this guy. He was interviewing a um, a pastor. And he said, um, you know, Pastor Smith, your um, your congregation is doing so well. You know, we see that you're growing. Most importantly, we see that there's so much love uh, among your group. We see that um, there's just a lot of unity. Uh, what is it that you guys are doing? That's, that's making this happen. How is it that you're growing and seeing so many beautiful blessings? And he said, well, I've got to be honest with you. Um, we've been reading the scripture and we've been praying a lot. He's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's great. But what is the key uh, of, of their growth? I, I mean, we really we not want to know, you know some of the, the, the keys for how you're, you're doing so well as a group. Well, I've got to go back to um, reading scripture and uh, we pray a lot, you know. That's really a key for us. Okay, okay, but, but come on, you know, give us the, you know, you can be truthful with me. Give us the secret. You know, we all want to know, you know, don't try to keep it to yourself. What is it? So, we, well, we read the scripture, we pray, and we stick our feet in cold spaghetti. There you have it, folks. Stick your feet in cold spaghetti. That's it. Now, you heard it here first. And, you know, that's, that's how it is with us, though, isn't it? We want to do everything but what it says in scripture sometimes because, I don't know, we think that there's some sort of magic formula when the Lord is taking us back and saying, there's no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts. You have to do the work. You have to get into the scripture. You have to spend time with the Lord. There's no shortcuts in Christianity. You have to do it. The Lord gave us this for a reason. There's no shortcuts in life. There's no shortcuts to our relationships, to our marriages, to our friendships. We have to do the work. That's the only way that we're going to get closer to one another. We have to reach out. This is a lesson for me, too. I want to commit in this new year to spend more time with the Lord because that's the key. And I pray that you will, too. That you will take the time There's no substitute. There's no substitute. So may the Lord bless you in this new year. Who's going to commit to spending more time with God? Who's going to commit to spending more time in prayer and reading the word? I pray that you would. And I pray that you would invest your lives in the things that matter most. And that's your relationship with God and your relationships with each other. And may God bless you.